Welcome to the Heaven's Devils Podcast, a Forest Green Rovers podcast by two Americans who don't know what they're talking about. My name is Nathan. This is Sean. Heaven's Devils Podcast. The top destination for tantalizing talk about the tin pot team at the top of the League Two table. Let's go! Let's, Let's go. go. I just I just blacked out. Kind of like Will Ferrell <laughs> in that movie Old School after he uh, gives his big speech. It's, I always want to have an introduction that causes me to black out. So. I got to close the window before I record because New York don't know how to be quiet. I love it. I love it, Shimmy. Uh, yes. Let's go. This Tim Pot team and this Tim Pot podcast <laughs> are roaring, Shimmy. Coming off a draw. We'll talk about that. Um, in a little bit, uh, but first, thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out with us today. Uh, you got limited time on this earth. You got about 41 million minutes to live. Time is valuable. Time is precious. Time is rare, and you are wasting it by listening to us. And that means so much to us. So thank you for wasting your time listening to us. We got a big old show today, Shimmy. Big old show. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right, we're gonna talk. That controversial Northampton game, um, you know, we're going to talk about the goal yeah. that, that wasn't a goal, the foul that wasn't a foul, wasn't a foul, wasn't a goal, wasn't a We're going to talk about it. Um, also, we are going to do that with a one Mr. Josh March. Let's go! The Cheetos man himself, the Ides of March, Big Poppy Oshkosh, Big Josh <laughs> March is on the pod, baby! So we will talk about the game. We will talk about the controversy with our boy Josh March. Um, and then we will also talk, well, we'll talk to Josh Marsh later, too, about him. We'll go deep. We'll have fun. We'll laugh. We'll cry. It, it's an awesome little chat with Josh March. You are going to love, I mean, Josh March, everyone already loves Josh March, I feel like. You know, everyone's rooting for Josh March. He's such a likable guy. Um, and I think you're going to like him even more after you, after you, you know, hear this little chat with him. Um, he's, so, he's so nice. He's, he, he's, like, got a great perspective on life on the game on his position on his on on how things are going right now and on um, wagamamas and on wagamamas let's go awesome dude so you're gonna love that um so after josh march we are also going to talk with bax blue our official africa cup of nations slash official team gambia slash official team ibu adams correspondent uh so ibu adams is down there tearing it up um, so we're gonna talk with Bax Blue right after the game yeah. that he played that, that uh, Gambia, the Gambia played against Molly. So we'll talk to Bax, Bax Molly Blue. Uh, then we'll talk. <laughs> I said that? Molly who? Hey. hey, no, but you know that's the thing. It's like uh, I like it when people call it Afcon more than an African Cup of Nations, just because because it's I like agree. you know it reminds me of Defcon in the United States, which is like yes. the defense thing of yes. how just crazy things are. And I feel like every football yes. squad in England whether you're in the premier league or in league two or league one in the EF in the efl you have to uh, cope with all your players going out to afcon so yeah you're, you're different afcon <laughs> level that. so even we got ibu oh. our midfield maestro he's out there but glad to hear he's doing so well yes Looking forward to talking to bax blue about that he's t tearing it up tearing it up well so we'll talk to bax blue about ibu we'll also talk to bax blue about the blackpool transfer rumors is ibu going to blackpool is ibu going to the championship We'll find out from Bax Blue, Ibu's official PR spokesperson, as appointed by us. Uh, and then we will wrap it up with our buddy Lee from the Brutton Bugle Carlisle podcast uh, to preview the Carlisle match on Saturday. And then we're also going to do a fashion police on Carlisle's kits, just like we did last week. We will preview the kits coming up. 
We also got Mansfield uh, coming up on Tuesday. Uh, we're not going to do Fashion Police on them because their kits are fire. But we will do Fashion Police with Carlisle on Carlisle with Lee, actually. So some good little banter there. And then finally, the star of the show, like I said before. I mentioned this man before, right? I mentioned this man. The Forest Green Rovers. One and only. Not one only. Four and only. One of the four. <laughs> Amazing strikers on this team, anyway. Joshua March is on the podcast. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Uh, awesome chat with him. So, anyway, let's get into it, Shimmy. Let's go. Let's go. First up, Shimmy, big news. Uh, I mentioned in the top there that some championship clubs, including Blackpool, might be after our boy, Ibu Adams. Uh, this comes a day or a couple days after Dale Vince said, nobody is coming after our boys. Uh, what do you believe, Shimmy? Is this all nonsense, silly stuff? Uh, or is there? You think there's anything to it? Uh, you know, you never know. Uh, there, are, there is this thing of having an offer that's too good, you know, to refuse. So perhaps, you know, it could be right. But I like to think of what Dale Vince said as being very protective. Like, no one's coming after our folks. Not that he hasn't heard of it, but he's going to protect the squad, this great group yeah. of young lads that has propelled us to so much success so far this year. So I hope that integrity of that squad can be maintained just so we can finish out the season in style and get promoted by winning the league, preferably in April oh. when we're there. <laughs> yes. With a giant party hosted by Big Daddy Kane Wilson. At Wagamama. Um, anyway, <laughs> and, Wagama and sponsored by Wagamamas. <laughs> uh, so anyway, good news also was we asked Bax Blue, again, the official PR spokesperson for Ibu Adams as appointed by us, uh, if Ibu will be going to Blackpool, we will have a definitive answer, definitive answer later, so stay tuned for that. Uh, but Shimmy, let's talk about another Four Screen Rovers game. The Four Screen Rovers women's yes. team took on the... What are, they, what are they called? The Wooten Bassets? The Wooten Basset. Basset yeah. Hounds? The Wooten Basset Hounds? I, yeah, I mean, they could be Basset Hounds, but I, I like to think they just have some sort of other weird British word. That's what they are. The Wooten Basset Grummets or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Grummets. That's such the a Wooten Basset Grummets. Well, I love that. I love that. Well, anyway, uh, so first action early seven minutes in hi hey jones we love hattie all she jones does is score. uh friend of the pod hattie jones all she does is score goals and she's doing it again seven minutes in one nil to the rovers then 13th minute the visitors the basset hounds equalize one one or the basset wooden the wooden basset Chuck grummets grummets uh equalize <laughs> one one but then not to fear 20 minutes in zoe the truth, Boyd, uh, regains the lead for the Rovers with a cracker, with a cracker, according to all, our boy Ollie Smith, a cracker. Uh, and then, second half, who else to seal the deal but Charlie Rollins, the Destiny yep. Shout herself, uh, extends our lead with a free kick, 3-1 to the Rovers, and that will do it. The ladies are back and better than ever, Shimmy. Yeah, glad to see them off to a great start in 2022. I know uh, I think the, their last game got postponed, so just great to see them back to winning ways. Let's go undefeated in 2022 as far as we know. Yup. <laughs> yup. <laughs> All right, awesome. So awesome stuff there. Shout out to everyone who went out to support. Shout out to Chris Latham, the number one yeah, fan. Shout out to Ollie Smith reporting uh, as well. Right? Shout out to Ollie Smith Tweeting through it. freezing freezing fingers. Yeah, oh, we got to ask Ollie about that. How is Ollie tweeting, live tweeting these games? Uh, it's free. Got to be freezing in there, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, they're they're uh, more per you know persevering <laughs> fans than we are. I, hey, not not all heroes wear capes. No. Well done, to, uh, sh big shout out, respect to Ollie for that. Um, 
And then Shimmy, I don't know if you saw there was a before we get into the game, the match recap with Josh March. Again, we're gonna recap the game with March, and then we'll have March on later. Uh, but before we get into that, before we get into Fashion Police, um, I don't know if you saw the official EFL. <laughs> Uh, VAR replay. It was posted uh, online by someone. I don't know who. Well, obviously uh, the EFL, right? Uh, yeah. I guess it was the to EFL. Make it official. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That shows. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go to Twitter. Go to. We, we, we posted it on Twitter. Uh, um, yeah, we, we got it from Yeah, the I mean, of, of course, we are the only outlet that they trust to, to publish something that's so definitive. So. Yeah. Exactly. So, so we're talking, of course, about the controversial. Uh, Maddie Stevens goal. So go check that out. We have definitive proof uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, uh, that there's no question, no question, the ball went past the line. Right, Shimmy? No question. No, no questions. No questions here, at least. No question. So <laughs> once you see the evidence, there'll be no question. So anyway, awesome stuff. That's the last bit of, bit of news here. So let's get into the game, Shimmy. Let's talk Northampton uh, with our boy Josh March. So we'll talk with Josh March about the match. We'll give our thoughts. We'll hear his thoughts. Uh, then we'll go to Fashion Police with our man Lee from Carlisle. Um, then we will go to our real talk with Josh Marsh, where we talk all about Josh Marsh's career, life, sport, football, Wagamamas, you name it. Um, and then we'll go to Bax Blue. Then we will close out with Lee from Carlisle. And then we'll maybe talk a little bit about Mansfield, uh, which is the match on Tuesday, before we finish up with the Carlisle preview on Saturday. All right, shoot me. Let's get into this Jam match. Northampton baby. Town. Boom. Let's go. Well, let's talk about the game yesterday. Let's talk about the match yesterday. Big game. Big game. So I'm going to quickly recap it for anyone who didn't see it. Um, I actually didn't see it at all because I was at a robotics competition with a bunch of nerds. But <laughs> I did catch parts of it uh, here and there. A very entertaining game. Back and forth. Uh, a very, very controversial game. We'll talk about that in a minute, too. A 1-1 draw. Lots of shots from both sides. Hit the post. It feels like a million times, but it probably was only a couple times. But anyway, we hit the post. They hit the post. Um, finally, a, a breakthrough goal in the 70th minute when striker Maddie Stevens headed a rocket that sent Northampton goalkeeper into the back of the net. Um, but controversy followed because... Uh, even though we saw that clearly cross the line, Northampton and all their fans and all their players claim that it didn't cross the line. Um, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, and then, you know, regardless of, of uh, whether the goal was awarded or not, or, well, it was awarded anyway, four Green Rovers looked to leave with all three points. But then in the 95th minute, in the last seconds of the game, poor little Nicholas Cadden, just a little boy from Scotland, a wee little boy from Scotland, was brutally assaulted by Northampton's Sean McWilliams. Guy comes down here to play in England, just play a little football, and he gets viciously attacked like that. Uh, it's sad, but even more sad was the appalling no call from the official, allowing Northampton's Mitch Pinnock, a.k.a. Postman Pins, to fire a long-range shot uh, that saved uh, the, the, the Cobblers a point. Um, but we leave it 1-1. So let's start with the, sh the, the controversy first. Uh, the, the first our goal slash no goal. What did you think, Josh? Was it a goal? Um, I spoke to their keeper after the game and I asked him if he was over the line. So I, I know their keeper and he, he did actually say that he can say for certain it wasn't over the line, but we take it. Uh, the ref said it was a goal, yeah. so it's a goal. Let's go, it was a goal. It's a All goal. right, yeah. how do you how do you know their keeper? Liam Roberts, right? Uh, he, used, he used to uh, play for Walsall and that's like um, the from where I'm from, from Birmingham. He's, that's... Um, 
like the local team almost. And I, I know he was mates with one of the lads there who I used to be mates with, and it's just like for your mutual, mutual. Friend. Oh, that's cool. It's kind of a small world, then. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you guys saw, but there was a VAR official EFAL VAR that was posting on on social media. Yeah, that clearly, <laughs> you saw that, Josh. He's <laughs> way over on that picture. <laughs> yeah, clearly yeah. shows. Clearly shows it was yeah. over. I mean, it doesn't want to interfere with the game too much, you know. Yeah. VR doesn't yeah, want to be intrusive. <laughs> well, anyway, to me, yeah, it seems like well, it's hard to tell. There's so many angles. It kind of looks like it went in, uh, but there's so many angles. Some of them looks like, oh yeah, it's clearly in. Some look like it's like, no, it's definitely not in. Um, the the Shane Healy pick that I've yeah. seen floating around on the internet makes it look like it's 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 on its way in. The keeper is still kind of far from it. That. I don't think I've seen that picture yet. Oh, you you got to check the Dropbox or whatever, isn't it? Doesn't drop yeah, put it on Dropbox online in a bit. But yeah, to that man, the ref said it was in. So that's the main thing. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. interesting. It's an it's tough. It's tough. It's a tough call. But whatever, we got it. And I'll tell you what, I love that there's no VAR, and Same. I love that we have crappy lower league camera. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's beautiful. That's what makes football fun. You know, this controversy, you know, that's talking in it. Yeah, exactly. It gets people talking. So, yeah, I love that. And think about um, this. What would uh, would have the Northampton fan uh, town fans have stormed the pitch afterwards exactly. had, had they not equalized, you know, so it made it that yeah. much more exciting for them as well. Yeah. Right. Having to come back. Exactly. That. That's yeah. right. It's had more controversy in the game, doesn't it? Having not, don't have VAR. Actually, what did you, what did you think about the uh, the Northampton fans storming the pitch? Uh, to be fair, I was I was obviously up the other end, but it's the, obviously the fans shouldn't, shouldn't really do it. But suppose when there's a like, oh, your emotions run away, don't they? But you should, they shouldn't be doing it, really, should they? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, probably not. But I gotta say, I, I kind of disagree with uh, I mean, a lot of a lot of our four screen Rovers fans were like, you know, this is ridiculous. What are they doing running on the pitch at a draw? But I don't know. I, I just love, you know, it's football. It's fun. It's, you know, emotions yeah, running high. Yeah. Last second yeah. goal. I don't I don't hate it. A lot of people hate it. It's an unpopular opinion, I'm sure, in the four screen Rovers community. But hey, like, I don't hate it. Yeah, What's I think that? it's against us last minute, wasn't it? I think it's a bit raw still at the minute. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. In in hindsight, there would, I mean, you know, <laughs> with their full line, they wouldn't have run, run on the pitch. But, you know, like you said, it's raw. It's right in the moment. Anyway, let's go. Right. And, let's and, go and again, it's just a quick thing for me, like in the point of like the drama of the game and the human aspect of the game. I think it's also now built a little bit of tension between us and Northampton Town, right? Yeah. So next time they're at the yeah. the new lawn, okay, there's going to be that little extra thing that's there, which it makes correct. the game that much more interesting. Right, it's a bit of isn't the next game at Tommy Player. Yeah, next exactly. year in League One. Touchwood. <laughs> uh, Touchwood. Uh, so actually, I want to talk quickly about the, the other controversial moment there. The tricky Nicky Cadden. No foul. Uh, watching it on replay, it, it was 100% not a foul. Uh, he clearly, in, our, in my humble opinion, clearly just flops on the ground. He gets, Yeah, he gets a little touch in the face, and then he makes the most of it. We don't know. It could have uh, been windy. It could have been windy yesterday. Yeah, there, <laughs> we weren't there, we there, Nathan. But you're right. You're right. Uh, I, I wonder, like, Josh, do you guys, like, do you guys kind of, like, joke about that after the game, like, stuff like that? Uh, n- we're not sure about it now, because obviously we're all good, gutted and... Sure. We're all good mates as well, so we don't we don't want to upset Cads. And Cads has been top class for this season, so oh, yeah. almost probably about getting round him now. And he he, know, he knows himself that he's been he's been top draw for us this season, and he's won more games for us than he than he hasn't. So he'll be he'll be all right. He's he's a good enough lad to get on with it, and we're all a good group. We all get on really well. So it's just 
you don't want to don't want to jump on him too quick having a laugh because the tensions are still high after the game aren't they sure oh yeah yeah <laughs> on the bus ride home it's probably not the not the time to, to joke about that when you when you draw what was, i wonder if you yeah go ahead john oh he, no he was all right we, we got quite tight knit group so we we get around each other yeah and and hey he got that assist exactly so beautiful beautiful corner in um anyway uh, overall assessment it's just like you know it sucks always to give up a late goal like that but it's a good point on the road against a crazy good side you know excellent side they're going to be in the promotion battle um so you know you take the point you move on is that kind of your your thoughts on it josh yeah like you say it's just a bit good you know we lost out we didn't lose it but how we drew it but like before the game the points not not the worst result obviously we'd like to win it but Points not the worst result. And then if you go and win Tuesday, it's almost forgotten about. Oh, yeah. All right, we'll be back with Marchi later. Awesome little chat coming up with him. Uh, but first, Fashion Police. Let's go to Fashion Police with our man, Lee from Carlisle, joined us to evaluate his own kit, the Carlisle kit. Let's go, Fashion Police. Nails, hair, hips, heels, face, done, lips, real, purse, full, big bills. Yes, I'm a big deal interesting get up you've got on today i think it's fair to say <laughs> dress for the occasion yes. yes dress for the occasion exactly so we are uh unbeknownst to lee we uh just volunteered him to join us in our fashion police segment and uh actually unbeknownst to all the listeners Tom and i actually do dress up for the fashion police segment even though we don't put a video out <laughs> so nobody yeah. knows we do it for last... ourselves we, we do, do it for, for ourselves fashion. Yeah, nobody knows that the last time we uh, we dressed up as well, but there was no video. Uh, maybe maybe we'll make a video here. It we'll just see. makes we'll us see. feel pretty. That's all we can say. That's exactly. So so Nathan, I'm gonna Nathan, future Nathan, editing Nathan in the future. Cut it here because we're gonna do the fashion police segment, and then I'll cut back in and we'll have like the actual proper Carlisle talk. Yeah. All right. So here we go, fashion police segment. Uh, so what we do here, Lee, is we pretend to be police officers evaluating the fashion of our next opponent's kits so of course our next opponent is you carlisle mm. so we are gonna we are gonna all three evaluate the kit uh lee and if you can constable lee give us your your take in an american accent when we start your worst american accent i i, I wouldn't want to offend your american listeners that much you're trying an american accent so uh, I, I, we don't I, have I, any <laughs> and, and to be honest, our, our, our listeners deserve it. That's right. They deserve gonna, to be offended. All right, fine, fine. You can keep, 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 you can keep, keep your Cumbrian accent. All right, fine, fine. All right, so here we go. Fashion Police, I'm Officer Nathan. This is Sheriff Shimmy and Constable Lee. Here we go. Carlisle Home Kit. Let's start there. Carlisle, Carlisle Home Kit. Blue with a white stripe down the middle. Not a fan of that. It looks like a blue suit jacket with like an open chest in the middle revealing a white t-shirt. It's a business casual kit. Suit jacket kit. Looks like a Henry Stalin's shirt. A Henry, Henry Stalin's kit, rather. Uh, I love our CEO, Henry Stalin's, but this kit belongs in the boardroom, not on a pitch. Um, also, very suiting, pun intended, because uh, for Carlisle, because if you remember the Carlisle away game, Carlisle would not allow Dale Vince into the director's box because he wasn't wearing a suit and tie. So I appreciate the consistency here. Uh, so points for that. Pretentious dress codes on and off the pitch. The Carlisle way. That said, these look a little cheap to me. Uh, you know, when you buy a jersey or a kit, you know, they have the authentic ones that are like stitched in. Yeah. And then they have the off-brand ones that are like not officially licensed, screen printed, comes off in a washing machine. That's what these remind me of. 
5.1 out of 10. And by the way, Lee, I got to say, I love your stadium, Brunton Park. Incredible stadium, classic, old school, English ground. I hope to visit it someday, but let's be honest, it's kind of a pile of crap. And that's why we love it. But also, if any stadium screams casual attire in the director's box, it's got to be Brunton Park. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Really? It's, it's yeah. I think our fans are pretty much the same. We need to do something with the ground because it's a it, it's a dump and it's fun to bit and it floods every seven or eight years usually. So, <laughs> in terms of the kit, it's what it is. It's a remake of the kit we wore back in 1974-75 when we got to ah. the first division. Oh. The only time we've ever been in the top flight, what is now the Premier League. And we were actually top after three games. We won our first three games, we were top of the league. The only time in our history. And then we went straight back down again at the end of the season. Um, <sighs> but for some reason, everyone loves it for that reason, because it reminds them of our best ever team. The nostalgia. And they bring it back every now and then. But every time they bring it back, our team's absolute rubbish. <laughs> we brought it back when we got when we got relegated to League Two about eight years ago for what for the 40th anniversary. And we nearly went out of the league again. <laughs> But wow. we just about stayed up. Our director of football was obsessed with getting it back for this season, by the looks of things. He's not a very popular bloke, to say the least. And <laughs> I, I, I hate the fact we keep bringing it back. And we, we are always rubbish when we play in it. And, it. and it's like, can we come up with a new original idea for a kit? So a lot of our fans love it. And they really, really do. And like, they say, oh, you know, it reminds me of the, the glory days and stuff like that. Me, personally, I want us to do something different. So I, I'm 100% with you. I, I probably wouldn't even give it a 5.1, personally. I think it's... Wow. I, I, it's... The old kit, original kit, it's called a toothpaste kit, is what they call it. Um, toothpaste kit, I love that. I can that. see it, I can see it. Love that. <laughs> the, the, the fans love it. I, I, I'm not a fan. Uh, we need to score. Uh, I, I'll give it a four. I've been generous there because it's got well, a, a generous, generous four. Should we give it a four. score? Yeah, I, you know, I think I'm going to split the difference between you two. I'm going to give it a 4.5. Uh, you know, because I, I mean, I'm glad that Lee educated us that it has some historical significance to Carlisle fans and their glory days. They were top of the first division for a brief period. You, uh, Carlisle has such a great club crest, but this just looks like uh, the players stood in front of a blue wall that was being painted and somebody took like a white paint roller <laughs> and like went through it. So, uh, yes, you know, and like Lee said, every time they've brought it back it has not bode well has not baited well for them so uh <laughs> yeah 4.5 all right uh, so there you have it there's the home kit. here we go awake kit these are bootleg crystal palace away kits from the 1920 yeah. season but i love them uh they these are kits you're gonna find on vacation you know when you go to southern europe and you walk into one of the, the tourist stores and they have all like the fake uh premier yeah. league kits that's it there's the crystal palace version of that uh, maybe these are actually hand-me-downs. Carlisle Sustainable maybe took the match-worn kit right off Saw's back after a Carlisle match. Um, so as a Dale Vince eco-warrior, I can get down with that. Um, but let's get down to brass tacks. It's an all-black kit. I said it for Northampton away. I'll say it again. I adore an all-black kit. Uh, it's a little bland. Sure, you could have spiced it up a little bit more, but I love sustainability. I love all-black kits. 7.9 out of 10. What do you got, Lee? Uh, I, I probably dislike it as much, if not more, than the home kit. I really uh -oh. don't like it this year. I'm not. Uh oh, <laughs> don't mind an all black kit. I'm like, yeah, I quite like it if it's done properly and it's quite nice. But for me, like the stripes on it just make it look a bit cheap. It's essentially the same kit Rochdale had because Rochdale got the same supplier as was Aria, an Italian company. All oh, right. And they had it about two or three years ago. It's more or less a copy of that. And the thing is, the, the, the two goalkeeper kits are exactly a copy of the away kit, but with different colours. So the, it's white <laughs> instead of black and red instead of black. It's, it's the two different goalkeeper kits. And oh, wow. Yeah. Funny enough, it looks like, have you ever, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the film Escape to Victory. 
Um, it's basically a t- story about uh, some um, World War II um, prisoner <laughs> war uh, guys who basically played a match against the Nazis. Pele's in the film and Sly Stallone. If you've oh, never wow. seen it, <laughs> wow. go, genuinely go see it because Sly Stallone. I'm, I'm curious now. For memory, Sly Stallone's a goalkeeper now. I think he might even come scoring <laughs> over, kicking a corner. Like and Sly Stallone's like five foot three. He's like it's a very a crazy, short <laughs> man. It's called Escape to Victory, basically. So, oh, I got to see it. But he looks just the, the white goalkeeper <laughs> kit looks just like that. To sum it up, I don't really like it. Either. I'm going to give it a three. That's, that's I'm not. Ooh, man. I'm not a fan of our kits to play a rear generally. I liked our home kit last season. It was smart. This season, no, not a fan of them at all. Yeah, no. I agree. Last year, you had a uh, like a kit that did not belong in League Two. That was a champion. Mm. Championship level, maybe League One level, but I think championship level kit. It was quality. I agree with you. Big, big drop off this year. Sean, what do we got? Yeah, I mean, who needs opposing uh, club fashion critics when you have your own yeah. <laughs> fashion critics? It's crazy. Uh, you know, I, I have to agree with Lee. Uh, the stripe looks a little bit cheap. If that was somehow made into a sash, I could see it work. But they're going over the, they're, you know, drawing attention away from the best part, which is the club crest. And I'm a sucker for mm. hoops. I generally love hoops, uh, you know, being a gooner. Um, so normally I'm a fan, but nah, in this case, it's just uh, black and blue. That's kind of how the season is looking so far, isn't it? A little beat up. So uh, oh, not a Jimmy. not a good look. Yeah. Not a good look. Hey. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, go even lower. Not 4.5, but four for the for the away kit. Four. All right. Well, well we're gonna get. Uh, so we're gonna get into that all that in a minute. But let's close out Fashion Police. That was Fashion Police. All right. All together, we have to say you're under arrest. Three, two, one. You're under, you're under arrest. All right, next up, we got an awesome chat with an awesome man. Uh, he is currently a striker for the Forest Green Rovers. He is a currently a fan favorite, and always, I think, it will be a fan yeah, favorite. And the only player um, who's named after the month where he was born. So he's bringing that special astrological oh. energy. Let's go. We need to fact check that, though. That might. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't think we true. have any Octobers on the team, so <laughs> not that I can remember. So. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, we have Josh March on. Awesome guy. You're gonna love this. I mean, every, you already love this guy, but you're gonna love this guy more than you already do. Uh, just an incredible perspective on life, uh, on football, and he's just an all-around super likable dude. So let's get in to our man. Josh March. Boom. We welcome to the pot a man who is on fire. Two goals in the last four games. Two goals in the last 190 minutes, actually. Uh, we signed him from a little club called Leamington, the Fighting Lemurs, a couple years back. Uh, last season, he was on loan in Lederhosen at Harrogate Town, <laughs> scoring goals for fun until an injury sidelined him. Uh, he's back with us now, though, making the most of his opportunity, scoring two goals in the last 190 minutes. Uh, as William Shakespeare said, as a warning to Julius Caesar and the goalkeepers everywhere, beware the Ides of March. We're going to learn the vibes of March today. Josh March, welcome to the pod, Joshua March. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be on. Great to see you, Josh. Yeah, thank you for thank coming you. on, man. We, we, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I know. Everyone seems to love you, so we're so happy to, to finally meet you. Both fans and players. Like, every player we've talked to mentions you. Every like, All the fans are big Josh March 
fans, I guess. Yeah. And got to admit, one of, one of the most photogenic oh. of FGR squad players, because we see the pics on Twitter that you take with the fans and just rocking <laughs> it in that. everyone. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe photogenic from the front, because actually I'll jump in here. We're going to talk about the game. Uh, before we do that, we have a, a listener question here from a one Mr. He's a big, big Josh March fan. Goes by the name of Dan Sweeney. Massive <laughs> Josh March fan. And he asked, who has the bigger nose? <laughs> Josh March or Dan Sweeney? Oh, mine's more bent, but so I reckon Sweeney's is bigger. I got to <laughs> I love it. I didn't even notice that you had a big nose. I guess, like I said, he's from the, maybe from the yeah, side. You know, we don't the see side. The... I don't want to go from the side. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay. Are there any advantages to having a big nose? Uh, More streamlined when you're running. All right. Oh, hey, perfect. There aerodynamics. There you go. Yeah, aerodynamics. <laughs> Let's positive. go. You, you probably inhale more oxygen, too. Yeah. Well, stamina can last longer. <laughs> let's go. Well, let's let's get to chatting to you, my friend, Josh March. Let's learn a little, little bit more about you. So first up, we asked you to hit us with two truths and a lie. Don't tell us which one's a lie. We are going to guess. You're going to give us three facts, two of them true, one of them false. What are they, Josh? So the first one is is I missed a flight on going on holiday by queuing in the wrong queue. <laughs> <laughs> went, went to the wrong check-in board. <laughs> and then the second one is that I um, <clears throat> got knocked out during a game and I didn't know where I was. Oh. And I um, didn't have a clue, like, what day it was, what, what I was doing. And the third one is that... Uh, what did I... I thought about it earlier. <laughs> Uh-oh, this, this is like definitely not the... Yeah, this, <laughs> yeah. It's really this it's, is the tell. I, I wrote it down earlier. I hope you never play poker, Josh. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down my lie earlier. Or maybe well, this is the ultimate. Let me just ask my missus what I said earlier. I can't I'll come up with my missus. She'll remember. What are you doing? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, or maybe this is like such a head game that he's getting into our heads. I've got all nervous. I'm right there. All right. No problem. Yeah, you're exactly right. Now, like, now I feel like. I don't trust myself going to be. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Whatever this one's going to be, it's actually going to be the true one. <laughs> That's how good this is. Oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. Josh back, is yeah. back. All right, <laughs> here we go. So this one's going to be... Here I need me. Sir, the first... Should I start, start from the start? Yeah, start from the start. Yeah. So <laughs> the first one was that I got knocked out during a game. And when I was obviously, I was unconcussed. Un, uh, un and when I woke back up, I didn't know where I was, what day it was, what the score was or nothing. Mm-hmm. The second one is that I put the wrong diesel in my car, so I put petrol in. <laughs> <laughs> I, missed, I actually missed the game in non-league. Oh, oh, wait, because you the put car the wrong... stalled? The car stalled? Yeah, because obviously I've tried to, <laughs> yeah. I had to get the uh, the oh, car man. to me, <laughs> me up, but no one came. <laughs> then the third one is is that I missed my flight by boarding the wrong queue. Yeah, oh man, I now yeah. I don't know because the the, set, the one that you had to go back and check with, I kind of now believe that's true. Ah, oh, I don't know what mm. what do you what are you thinking, Shimmy? So you know, I'm thinking one of the truths is the concussion because I know Josh is there going for the goals. He's aggressive. 
So I can go. I can see that happening. Bluff. That sounds nah, realistic. Bluff. But maybe it's too realistic a realistic lie. <laughs> is, it, yeah, is it a bluff? It could be a very realistic lie. Uh, but I'm going to say that's true. I'm going to say that's true. So now it's down to whether he missed his flight by going okay. to the wrong gate or whether he just put the wrong sort of fuel in his car. Or just say something. Yeah. We play a game at, try, at, at football with the lads mm -hmm. and it's called Wolf. And it's all about lying. Okay. <laughs> no. I thought he was just I a character this. on Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> and it's about lying and, I, and I, you have to kill each other. But no one knows who the wolf is. Oh, okay. Oh, got you. Yeah, it's got you. The wolf, so, right. That's so, so I'm good at bluffing. Oh, okay. okay. Good, oh. good. So I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it, it sounds a little too, a little too good to be true, the fuel story. So I'm going to say <laughs> you accidentally went to the wrong <laughs> gate. Went to the wrong the fuel. <laughs> so, so what, wait, which, which one's your lie? The, 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 the gate, the airport gate. Oh, you're in the, the airport gate. gate. Yeah. Is oh, the man. Oh, man. Now he's now he's really throwing me off with the wolf thing, and he says he's a good liar. Yeah. Because, yeah. oh. All right. I, I, I want the I want the fuel story to be true. So I bad. want it to so be I'm, true I'm, too. I'm gonna wish it into existence that it that it happened. Me so too. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the lie was the concussion. All right, Josh. I got the lie of the concussion. He's got airport. What is it? Both wrong. Oh, oh. <laughs> we should have known Diesel. the whole time when he had to go leave <laughs> and get the whole story straight. Diesel was wrong. From the misses. Diesel, Diesel was wrong. Right. Okay, that would have been amazing though. But you know, yeah. that, that's the, that's the thing. It's like you're like, I got, oh, I got to go ask the misses and, and get it. So we're like, oh, it's obviously going to be the lie. But then we second guessed ourselves. Yes. We're like, maybe he's such a master wolf yes. that he's like playing and, games with our heads right now. You know, that is true. That he is such a. Oh, that was incredible. So. <laughs> He's a, he's a master wolf proven here. So, but you went to the wrong first, gate. <laughs> yeah, tell us first about the yeah, flight. What was it? that? Where we were you went, going? What went, happened? To the, uh, me and two of my mates was, was um, going to Amsterdam. And then uh, we was queuing up at the wrong queue. And we didn't realize that we already checked in on our phone. So we're queuing <laughs> up for the wrong flight. <laughs> we realized about half hour, 40 minutes in that we're not. We don't need to queue. So then we've gone through. <laughs> it through. Yeah. And then we got to like where you board the plane and we just see no one's there. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you weren't alone. Uh, it wasn't like a solitary. That's right. That's area, right. You know. We almost missed our flight. Yeah, wow. You can, you can spread the blame. Now, I can understand when you leave Amsterdam that you might get the wrong gate for right, right. reason for reasons, <laughs> you know. But uh, but yeah, man, that's that's hilarious. That's great. Uh, and you got a, when did you get a concussion? Uh, a few years ago now, uh, probably like Leamington. 1819. Uh, I got Claude with the keeper, and oh wow, that's that's a commitment to going after the ball, right? That's right. I got that's a penalty. Right. So. Oh, you got hey, a penalty. Okay, there you go. There you Did go. you get up and take it with the concussion? Uh, apparently, apparently, I actually tried to, but I couldn't. Argue. <laughs> but you went to the oh, wrong no. gate instead. You went yeah, to the yeah. airport. You went to the wrong gate. Tried door. to get on a flight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You went. Oh, I love that. I love that. Oh, that's awesome. Wow. Well, well done. I think you're the first one who stumped us both. Actually, that every player we've had on, I'm pretty sure one of us got the lie. Yeah. You got us both with, with smart what gambit. The most yeah. What a, what, a, what a gambit by leaving it the was, room. Exactly. <laughs> Causing exactly. us to second guess ourselves. Mastermind. Yeah. Mastermind here. Uh, so let's talk some football, Josh. Look at some football. So Josh, first question, just what do you love about it? What do you love about this game, Josh? Everything I just think it 
um, brings so many people together and it, to be fair, since I've been young, it's basically been my life. I, I wouldn't know what to do without it, to be honest. Oh, I love that. I love that. And in a game, like, I got to imagine, you know, what you do best, which is scoring goals. It's got to be such a great feeling, right? I think there's a better feeling than when you than when you score scoring a goal, to be honest. Oh, I love that. You can't really explain yeah. the feeling what it's like. It's so much excitement. Almost you don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Something Shimmy and I will never, uh, will never experience. <laughs> nope. Um, so, so you get signed to Forest Green from Leamington, the Fighting Lemurs, back in 2020. Uh, yeah. Why was FGR the right move for you, Josh? Dude, I felt like I liked the uh, structure of the club and the way the way the way it's run, and it was the most probably professional professional club that I looked at, and I was quite very impressed with it. And obviously, I've enjoyed my time here so far. It's obviously, been a few ups and downs, but it's been good. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about those ups and downs in, in a minute. But we have a few listener questions here, fan questions from. First one from Tyler Franklin. He asked, what's been your favorite moment so far as a four-screen rover? I probably would say my first ever football league goal. So obviously, coming from non-league. Yeah. Um, almost what you dream of is playing full-time football. Obviously, I got there. Then you get, as a striker, your job's to score. So in my second game, I got off the mark, which was a bit of a relief. Oh, that's nice. What would you remember? What game that was? I mean, I'm sure you did. Uh, Salford at home. Salford at home. Let's go before COVID. Oh, that's awesome. So fans were there too. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. Incredible. That's awesome. And uh, follow-up question is coming on this pod. Your most regrettable moment so far at FGR. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't say I really regret regret anything after because. I feel like everything happens for a reason, so I don't really, I don't think I have any regrets so far. And I'm, I'm low. So not, not even coming on this pod. Well, I'll ask you after, ask me after this. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Okay. There's still time. There's still time to regret. There's always time. Come back. To, uh, come back to it. <laughs> so Lucy, Lucy Naylor, little Lucy Naylor, who uh, posted a picture with you recently. Yeah. Massive FGR fan. Massive Josh March fan. Uh, it is her birthday on Thursday, so she asked if she can get a Josh March birthday hat trick, or at the very least, just a happy birthday wish. Yeah, she can definitely have the birthday wish. Uh, hopefully, she can have the birthday hat trick as well. I yeah. love that. <laughs> the only thing I can promise is the, the happy birthday wish. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and also, you have some ink on the left arm there. Love it. You might have ink elsewhere too. We're going to ask about that in a second. But Rob, who's a vegan tattoo artist from the Devil's Instruments, he asked if you want any more tattoos uh he said he'll he'll hook you up uh but to follow up what what tattoos do you have and uh what do they mean uh to be fair there's not really much meaning to the tattoos i have a a wolf on this part of my army the, the part. wolf that's why you're, you're so good at the game yes. you're so good yeah, at the game, game. you, you got it. Yeah. Makes sense now. <laughs> and i've got like um an eye and some patterns on the inside of my bicep Oh, that's wow. awesome. Awesome. I mean, he went for the sleeve. It's got like a sleeve sort of tattoo, right? Yeah, it's all in one. I was, it's like yeah. half a sleeve. I, I did probably do want to get it fully finished, but it, it does. It's too much pain. <laughs> yeah, I oh, have yeah. heard they're really intense. So. <laughs> Sleeves are awesome, though, man. Sleeves yeah. all... I do want one. 10 out of 10 look cool every single time. I don't know if they'll look cool on Shamanai, but... It probably <laughs> No, but, but on you, it's going to look awesome. 
Yeah. Um, so, so ever since joining us, uh, you know, you've had what must be, have been a, a pretty frustrating start to your career in the league. Uh, you know, not getting a, as much playing time as as you would have liked with us last season. And then you go on loan to Harrogate Town. You have a great start, five goals, 14 games, and then boom, partial tear of your MCL. Uh, you know, I, I wonder what, what are some of the lessons that you learned from, from last season where, where things just seem to not go your way? Uh, well, when I was out the squad, we, when I was fully fit at Forest Green, I, I probably learned just to enjoy it. Like, mm. I was instead of coming into training, like, angry and upset almost and sulking, just, I was just coming into every day working hard and just enjoying myself because I thought, I know what it's like to be in a factory at seven o'clock, half seven in the morning, in the mm. freezing cold. So I just thought, come into training, work hard, and if I get a game, I get a game. If I don't, I know I'm doing myself in just no injustice by training as hard as I can and enjoying it. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, we got that same Great sort of sentiment from Sweens, right? Who had run yeah. the construction site before he was able to go pro. And maybe just appreciate that humility that it seems like so many players in the squad have, you know? Life could be much different, but you guys are getting to do what you love. And as much hard as yeah. you could be doing. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's a great perspective, man. And so so it sounds like you used, did you used to work in a factory before you started playing or yeah, maybe while but, you were playing? Yeah, until I signed for Forest Green, I was working in a factory. Oh wow, wow! That's so. Yeah, just like Sweens, I guess you would work in the the yeah, morning and yeah. then train in the yeah. evening. Yeah, train twice a week on the evening, unless we had a game on, on a Tuesday night. So, wow, oh, it's, it's brutal. But you, you know, it gives you this great life perspective and appreciation for what you have now. And and I also have to imagine, you know, it gives you a work ethic that a lot of guys maybe don't have because you've gone through that. Uh, I I don't know. Do you agree with that? Well, to be fair, we've we've got a quite hard-working group with mm -hmm. Forest Green, so it probably sure probably doesn't. But I, I do. That's how I do motivate. Try and motivate myself almost. And I've, people have different motivations, don't they? Where I use that as mine to try and be better. I love it. Um, so you were you were at Harrogate Town. Uh, yeah. You played with the likes of Josh Falkingham. Yeah. Did he make you feel like a giant? <laughs> yeah, he's a good lad, too fair too. Yeah, he's, he's not the tallest, though, bless him. Good lad, but I, did, I did get on really well with him. He's, not, he's a really nice, really nice bloke. Oh, that's great. And, and an excellent player, too. Did, yeah, did you enjoy your lad, time up there? Player. They're a good side, Harrogate are. Yeah. I enjoyed my time there. They felt yeah, a lot for what they did for me last year. They looked after me when I got injured and that. Oh, that's great. And, and how difficult was it to, to score goals wearing lederhosen? <laughs> so Sham and I, yeah. I think their their kits last year just looked awful. Like, like you know, lederhosen, yeah. like the German. The like, German you know, Oktoberfest gear. Oktoberfest, you know? yeah. Yeah. like the suspenders. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Like, that's their uh, kit I last year. It's all right. I didn't mind this. Yeah, oh, you're just saying that because they gave you free beer afterwards. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the big, big jugs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what I, I want to dive a little deeper here because you, you mentioned this a little bit, so I kind of might, might know your answer to this, but I, I just wonder how you feel right now at this time in your career. You know, fans love you. you you've made the most of your opportunities so far. 
Granted, they've been limited. You've played 190 minutes, for example, last four games. You scored two goals in those 190 minutes. Um, you know, that's almost a goal, you know, every 90 minutes. Um, but you're an extremely, you know, in an extremely crowded position uh, at Forest Green Rovers where, you know, loaded with talent. Fortunately, knock on wood, no injuries right now. Um, you know, we got Jamma, the best, you know, attacker in the, in the league. Uh, you got one of the hottest strikers in the league, Matty yeah. Stevens, who definitely scored a goal yesterday, by the way. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely. You yeah, have the, uh, you know, the promising and talented young Jake Young, you know. So on the one hand, the competition is only going to make you better. But on the other hand, it's got to be, you know, you know, tough to, to you know, get the minute. You need, you need minutes to do yeah. what you love most, which is score goals. Um, so how do you deal with that mentally? Obviously, I can't lie. It's frustrating, but I feel like as a striker, you, you seem to got to know, know the game. Like, if, if I was scoring goals, yeah, I'd, I wouldn't be expecting to be brought out of the team the way Jammer and Matty are. So I just got to almost not bide my time and just take my chance when I did when I do get my chances. Obviously, for me and Youngie, the time has been limited, but we need to be pushing Matty and Jammer on in training to make obviously make them better, but to give up give our ch chance to get in Rob's thoughts to put us in the team so they can trust us to get goals as well. And thank, I feel like I am doing that now and my confidence is too, even though I've been playing my confidence is quite high okay. and I've been doing yeah. well. So I just need to be put keep putting pressure on Gemma and Matty to to keep them on the toes to make sure that if they're not doing it to Rob put me in. Yeah, you're ready. They're ready to go, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do Do you play the position you think in kind of more of an intuitive way, or is it one of these things where you know in training, you know, I got to hit this. This is how I'm going to put pressure on like Jamma and uh, um, Maddie Stevens, or is it just kind of like you, you feel the game? Probably just I'll probably just play my own game and what what my best attributes might not be what Youngie's the best attributes are or what Matt. Jammers or Matty's best attributes. So I just, you just gotta almost back yourself with it, and obviously do what you can for the team to a certain extent. But Rob, too fair, gives us the license to, in the final third, to almost do what we want. And if you're scoring goals, you, you know, as long as you're helping the team, it doesn't really, don't really matter what you're doing. Yeah. Well, nice. we, I mean, we are like unbelievably lucky as fans because, you know, I feel like we have four incredible, you know, strikers at our disposal and and I love and you're all pushing each other to be better too like you said like you're putting that pressure on Jamma and Manny to keep performing competition don't you to oh yeah keep everyone on the toes absolutely and uh you know we're lucky as fans because we just get to you know sit back and enjoy the show um but it, it, it kind of sticking with with this theme of, of the strike strikers uh and, and the group that you have together I want to talk about Jamma for a little bit could you tell us a little bit about you know, just just what your experience has been working with him, uh, like his mentorship, his leadership. You know, what what have you learned from Jamma, like either directly or indirectly? To be fair, Jam Jamma's probably one of the nicest lads I've met in football. He's even when I was at the Sars out the squad last year, um, he was always putting his arm around me. Do you know what I mean? Speaking to me, like making sure I'm alright and that and how I'm feeling and. This year, obviously, he's been made captain, and he's just took that role with with ease. Really, he hasn't really had to adjust anything that he wasn't before, because he's just sort of that older brother to everyone almost. Like everyone, everyone gets, like I say, everyone gets on anyway. But he's 
he almost just makes sure everyone's all right and everything's running smoothly within camp, which it, to be honest, it always is anyway. That's awesome. That's awesome. He's, uh, so he's we, a top lad. He's a real top lad. And a good yeah. Oh, we love Gemma. And it's so cool, too. There's so many things that happen that, like, people don't know about when we talk to different, you know, different people. Um, uh, like, I'm just trying like, like the women's team, you know, when we had, when we talked to them, you know, they were like, oh, yeah, Gemma, you know, send us a, me you know, send us messages, like, before games. And, like, those are the things no one knows about. But he, he's, like, such a, like you mentioned, just things such a good like, person. Like, yeah, things like go a long way as well, I think. Yeah. Especially 100%. He's, when I was out on loan, he was always messaging me, messaging me saying, like, when I was scoring, saying, well done, man, just keep it up and that. Oh, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. Well, and he just yeah. keeps getting better in his career, too, which must yeah, be, you know, that. as a... I said that to him the other day. I says, yeah. You've been last season, and I don't know how that was possible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're reaping the benefits of yeah. that. And he's unbelievable. Getting, getting fitter as he gets older. Yeah. <laughs> exactly so you know as a young striker in your you know in your boots it's like it's it's a you know it's something to aspire to to you know to continue you know it's, it's an un unbelievable and also kind of shows it maybe gives gives you and everyone else like other other strikers confidence that like you know my career is nowhere near over yet and you know things are going a certain way now but they're not gonna you know doesn't mean they're going that you know gonna be that way forever there's always time yeah, nothing as well which is good yeah oh 100 percent so yeah. we, another I was, was gonna say with your, just with oh, just with the, like your incredible attitude too, it just seems like yeah. you're giving yourself the best chance to have like yeah. longevity and the approach to the game is just awesome. Yeah, it's what you need. But... Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. So another fan question here from George Bashford. He asked, "How big of an impact has Rob Edwards had on you personally and on the squad in general?" Uh, well, he's personally given me the confidence to believe that I can score goals for Forest Green and uh, and that um. Like I'm valuable to the squad because obviously last year I wasn't really involved in it. I didn't really think I was part of the squad almost. But this year I feel like I'm really involved in it. And for the squad, I probably would say just he just believes in everyone. And tactically wise, he's obviously very very good. But he he, he installs belief into everyone, which is in football. I think that goes a long way. So if someone believes in you, I think you 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 give an extra ten percent without even realizing that you're doing it. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome to hear. And we hear that, you know, every player says that it's like, we're so lucky to have, you know, Rob at, at you know, Rob at the top and yeah. we're afraid of losing him, <laughs> but hopefully, you know, hopefully at least we'll, we'll be here to get us promoted anyway. Um, so, so what do you think, like, look, just reflecting on your game, what do you think you most need to improve about your game? Probably my back to goal. I think I need my holder plan needs to be a bit better. Cause obviously I, I, I do like to play on the shoulders of defenders, and so I, I think, do think I need to improve with back to goal and linking play. I do try and work on that in training, so hopefully I just keep improving and keep getting better at it. Nice, and you have one of the best in the game to learn from with with Gemma on that. Yeah. Uh, so, so kind of on the positive side of things, what do you, what do you think is the best part of your game right now? I say my running and my energy, so always. Oh, no matter what, say if I'm, my quality is not the best on the game, I know I'll always give 110%, no matter no matter what. And obviously, some days you just don't have that quality, but I know I'll run through a brick wall for the lads. It's that big nose, you get all that oxygen coming in. <laughs> streamline, streamline. <laughs> streamline, there you go. So Tommy Richard asked, what is your dream stadium to play in, besides the fully charging one, of course? 
Uh, and kind of a follow-up there from uh, Adria uh, Malik. Apologies if I mispronounced the name. Uh, any thoughts on the new stadium proposal, which, as we just we talked before we started recording, better is commute. actually very close to your current, yeah, yeah shorter yeah. commute, close to your current place. Well, it will be a better commute for me. And <laughs> I think with the, with the stadium, I think a pro- problem to be at the parking. Uh-huh. I, think, I think if that gets sorted out, I think it will make it hopefully get more fans into towards the within the ground, make it more for obviously, which is better for, better for everyone, isn't it? Yeah, my favourite stadium, I probably would say either. It's got I'd probably say two. Hmm. Either Villa Park, because I'm a massive Villa fan. Ah, nice. Or, oh, okay. Or, or Wembley. Oh. Wembley, yeah. National Stadium. Hey. It's the dreams, yeah. yeah. Did, did you watch what? the Villa match yesterday, or uh, get yeah, a chance to see the highlights? Coach, yeah, I watched it back on the coach. Yeah. I was going first half when it was two 0 down, but thankfully we got it back. Yeah, how do you feel about uh, Coutinho's arrival? Oh, it's buzzing with him. <laughs> buzzing. Yeah. Probably yeah. Nice, oh, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. I, I, I used to be uh, have sympathies for Villa because their their owner, I don't remember if previous owner too. Or, anyway, he was the owner also of the Cleveland oh, Browns, oh, which is my cool. NFL team. What's that? Was it Randy Lerner, him? Yep, Lerner, exactly, yeah. So I was like, oh... You know, this is my early days in uh, dabbling in, in English soccer. And I was like, all right, let's go. You know, I'm rooting for the Browns. So I'm ro- I'll root for Villa. Um, but then I became a Fulham fan. And then it was kind of a little rivalry with Villa in the uh, in the championship for a couple yeah, of years. Yeah. So then I started to hate Villa. But uh, yeah, but I anyway. Went to that final way, Beatles. You were there? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> Sorry, but that was amazing. <laughs> Tom Kearney with the goal, baby, the game winner. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, want to move to food here because we got a we got a couple food questions from from uh, fans. Uh, first one from our boy Jamie Flag, uh, who we're gonna meet up for by the way, Gloucester Road Pub Crawl, Bristol. <laughs> be there anyway. Uh, we're gonna be there 8 a.m. for for away day. Bristol Rovers, you'll be there, Marchie. We'll be yeah, there coming, anyway. When you're coming over, yeah, we're gonna we'll be yeah. over there for uh, two games. Oldham at home yeah. on April 18th, I believe that is, and yeah, then and the following Rivers. Saturday, Bristol Rovers away. Fair play, yeah. Tebow. Oh, can't wait. Yeah. Cannot wait, man. So excited. Um, but anyway, a couple of food questions here. So we know Kane Wilson is a massive Wagamama fan. Jamie yeah. Flag asks, what is your favorite dish at Wagamama? Is it Wagamama or Wagamamas? Wagamamas. Oh, there's an S, Wagamama. my bad. I, think, anyway, I could be wrong, but I think it's Wagamamas. What? You know better than us. We we're idiots, and we <laughs> have never been to one. So Although you know there's there's somehow weirdly three Wagamama in Wagamamas, Wagamamas in New York City. Wagamamas in, yes. in New York City. We're going to go. No, we've, we've I could been... be wrong, I'm, but I'm sure it's Wagamamas. All right. We're going to go one of these days as a tribute to Kane. <laughs> but anyway, what is your favorite dish? I'll probably say the teriyaki soba. I think it's called. Teriyaki what? Soba noodles. Soba noodles. Oh, yeah. soba noodles. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, hey, I'm a, I'm a teriyaki man. Follow up. Put a bit of extra soy sauce and the chili salt. There we go. Yeah, there we go. On, Man, I cannot <laughs> wait to come to UK to just to eat at Wagamama's. One in Gloucester, yeah. so if you stay around there, you'll be able to go. Perfect. We'll yeah, be I mean, it'll be day. it'll be nice to see the team and nice to meet you guys. That's all well and good. But Wagamama, that's what Nathan's really. That's yeah. the number one thing. Yeah, I don't care about the games. Yeah, I want to eat. <laughs> I want to eat authentic English Asian fusion chain, chain restaurant, restaurant. Wagamama's. Uh, so look, we're gonna we're gonna ask you. Uh, couple more questions here and then we then we got teammate talk and then we'll get out of here so 
Um, first, we know you're going to have a long career. You know, we just talked about JAMA. Um, but unless you are that 60-year-old Japanese dude, I don't know. What's his name? Uh, if he's still playing. Yeah, Miura, right? Miura. He plays for Yokohama. Yeah. Yeah. So unless you're that guy, Josh, maybe you will be. Maybe you are that guy. But if not, your career is going to end someday, you know? And a uh, long, long time from now. But yeah. any thought about what's going to come after football when, when that day comes? Uh, I've given it a little thought. Maybe going to coaching all that sort, that sort of area, maybe. But um, probably should start looking into it because obviously you don't want to, you don't want to um, retire and have nothing, nothing to do. So maybe probably will look into coaching, go into that sort of role, maybe. It's oh, awesome. been a part of your life, like you said, since exactly. the beginning, right? So, yeah, sometimes it's tough to imagine that not being yeah. in your life in some way, right? Exactly. I think you do want to stay, stay in football at the end of the day. Oh, I love that. All right, so so we got one more question here, and then we have a uh, teammate talk here, Josh March edition. Um, so, for, so, so to close out here, someday also you're going to retire from Four Screen Rovers. Yeah. Uh, in 50 years from now. <laughs> How do you want to be remembered, Josh March? How do you want for the Four Screen Rovers family to remember you? Obviously, hopefully, the, uh, a goal scorer. But um, if not, I'll probably want to be remembered as hard, uh, hardworking. Oh, I love that. And, and I think I think that's one of the reasons why you're, you know, we mentioned fans love you, even though we haven't, you know, they haven't seen as much of, you know, of you as, as, they like, they love you. And I think that's one of the reasons why they see you as a hard worker, as someone who, you know, has had a lot of bad luck, especially last season. And you're, you're a fighter, you fight back, you come back and you do your job. And, and um, you know, yeah. I think I think people really appreciate that about you. Yeah, I do take pride in it. Yeah, and, and, I, and people see that. And I think also what you said earlier, I mean, your perspective on this, phenomenal, phenomenal. So uh, we want to get into a little teammate talk here. So Sh Sean, you made a theme for this. What's the, what's the theme here? So this is the Josh March edition. So everything we ask you, this is our chance and the listener's chance to learn a little bit more about the squad from someone that's in the group. Yeah. So this is the Josh March edition. Everything having to do with a little bit of a marching theme. So you know, <laughs> right, it, it may sound a little bit. strange to you, but just answer them the way you see best. Oh, I love it. Uh, Sean always comes up with the themes for, for the teammate talks. And uh, I had no idea what it is. I love it. It's just, just a march theme. Okay, cool. Yep. <laughs> I love that. All right, so here we go. When the Saints Go Marching In is a song uh, that was adapted around so many, adopted around so many grounds in football. Um, who in the locker room do you think is the saintliest? And we know Sweens is the devil, so you can leave him out. Um, probably say Luke. Luke McGee. Ah, oh, hey. Luke McGee. Oh, nice. I could see oh, that. Oh, I nice. see that. Well, he's definitely saved us a few times this season. Exactly. So <laughs> we can hey. say that. He's a saint hey. to us as well. Hey. Let's <laughs> go. Let's go. All right. Next one. Shakespeare's Julius Caesar is probably best known for the line that I mentioned at the top. Beware the Ides of March. Who do you think is the, the Billy Shakespeare of the locker room? Who's the best with words? To be fair, Sweens <laughs> give like a mini team talk at Harrogate away. <laughs> it made everyone quite pumped up for the game, so I probably would have to say him. Oh, that's nice. awesome. You know, I, I could see him with a, as a uh, Shakespeare character with like the pantaloons well, and like the... If Shakespeare's quite <laughs> aggressive, it would be Sweens. 
Yeah. <laughs> an aggressive, <laughs> an aggressive Shakespeare. Shakespeare. Oh, that's a great new nickname for him. Aggressive Shakespeare. Uh, yeah, I remember actually when he was out, he was injured last year. And I know he gave like a few team talks, even as injured. And I think he, he told us on the pod, actually, he kind of like stood up to Cooper one time when Cooper was kind of like yelling at the boys and, and Sween kind of stood up for the boys, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. So yeah, you could, yeah, absolutely, man. We love, we love Sween's man. We got to get him back on the pod. Love that man. Get him back. I'm sure we love it. Oh, he's the, he's, he's the best. Uh, all right. So I'm not going to be able to pronounce this next word. So I'm yeah. going to need probably help from both of you. You're from Worcestershire, 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 Worcestershire. Worcestershire. I'm from Birmingham, really. All right, from Birmingham. Birmingham, All right. Well, anyway, whatever, Worcestershire. I don't even know how to say it. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. Um, Americans would say, we'd call it Worcester. That's what we would say. (laughs) Worcester. Worcester. So, so anyway, it's a famous American sauce. I'm sure it's, I don't know, does it exist in the the UK? Okay, yeah, I'm sure it originated there. But anyway, who's the sauciest teammate on the team? And and you can define saucy however you want. <laughs> oh. uh, probably say Sads, Sadu Diallo. Oh, Diallo. all right. So, well, wait, what does saucy oh, mean there? I like his dress sense, and he's got, honestly, he's got so many pairs of trainers and Jordans. Oh, oh but he's got the sauce. He's yeah. got the he's sauce got the in sauce. his wardrobe. There we go. Also, I got to give him a shout out for his birthday picks. I, I don't know if you saw that, Josh, with the, oh, yeah. with the, with the oh, McDonald's cup yeah. in the in the past. Oh, so the driver's seat, that was so good. Yes. <laughs> in the black and white one. Yeah. A, lot uh, of so- a lot of sauce in those picks. Although there was a big controversy here. Uh, birthday gate. We haven't really talked about it, Sean, but Sean mm-hmm. and I, Sean uncovered something mysterious. Tell him what, what was it? His, his birthday. So, everyone so everyone on Wikipedia, yeah. it says his birthday is June 10th. He's a, June, he's a June baby everywhere. It, like Wikipedia, you, the Premier yeah. League. For some reason, he's on the Premier yeah, League the website. EFL website. <laughs> transfer. Well, everything it says June 10th, but it was Jan 10th. So I wonder if like someone made like a typo. They like yeah. somewhere they typed an A instead of a or a U instead yeah, of whatever, and it just lived forever. But can you confirm his birthday was actually January 10th? Well, I haven't actually seen his passport or his driving uh-huh. license. He, he could be lying. Uh huh. Wow. We'll see if he, cool. maybe he just, yeah, maybe he's, he's one of those, he just wants another birthday in June. We'll see. Yeah, I just wanted that January love, you know. If he tries to claim a birthday in June, we'll know. All right. All right, go ahead, Sean. <laughs> I might start doing that too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no matter what the truth is, we're Americans, so we're going to believe the conspiracy theory. So. That's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Josh, you know, uh, again, you said you're for Birmingham, but again, we go with Wikipedia, which we know is the bastion of truth. They're never wrong. So it says you're from Starbridge, is that right? Or Starbridge? Yeah. yeah, it's like in Birmingham, to be fair. So. Okay, okay, it's in Birmingham. Starbridge. Okay, how do you pronounce it? Is it Starbridge? Starbridge. Starbridge, okay. Starbridge. Oh, we know it's the glass-making capital of the UK. So yeah. who do you see becoming an artisanal glass blower at the end of their football <laughs> and career? Who do you see just hanging out, you know, chilling in a flowing robe, blowing glass? Oh, uh, <laughs> what's that, Dom? Oh yeah, that's the oh that's Damn. a great okay a flowing a robe show. and very short oh. shorts. I can see something different. So yes, oh I could totally see Dom getting into getting heavy into glass glass yeah. wearing glass making. <laughs> I love that. Perfect. I could see him doing pottery too. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah bringing that fashion <laughs> sense. Probably burn himself. He shorts that all though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. exactly. I love that. 
Cool. All right. And okay, again, we, uh, this is from Wikipedia. So hopefully this isn't a uh, you know, Sadio Diallo situation. But you're a March baby, Josh. Josh March, a March kid. Is that true? Yeah. Makes it easy to remember learning. Yeah, it makes it easy. It's perfect. <laughs> it's perfect. So who so now you're... we know you can't lie about the, the second birthday like Sadio Diallo's doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we, we got know. you. We got you in this one. We'll but remember. Who, in, who in the squad do you think would throw the best birthday bash? or celebrates parties in the most unique way. And this is important because we may need their services at the end of the season when we win the league and are promoted right. to one. I reckon, I reckon Kane, Big Daddy Kane can... Uh... Oh, mm. oh, yeah, I can see Big Daddy Kane throwing a, throwing a party. Oh, yeah, that's a good shout, too. I reckon he throws guess... a good one. <laughs> Catered right. by Wagamamas. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what he'd have for the party food. He'd bring all the Wagamamas in. Oh, Wagamamas, yeah. <laughs> Completely Wagamama themed. Actually, yeah. you just take everybody to Wagamamas. Yeah. And you're good to go. <laughs> he can play as well. Blow party house. Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. So we're going to look to Kane. We're going we're gonna to hit a big daddy Kane once we uh, confirm promotion. <laughs> and hopefully it happens while we're there. Sean, how awesome would that be if we can, oh. like, party, celebrate the promotion was, in... Oh, my God. Yeah. That would be wild. Be wild. Let's, right. here's, here's hoping. Here's hoping. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, last but not least, our last teammate talk question, then uh, we're, we're done here, Josh. But we are an international fan podcast. So we've got to keep it a little international for you. So the phrase, il marche, in French means it works. And from the fan point of view, it's just worked this year for Forest Green Rovers. We just love the way the squad has clicked. What, in your opinion, about the squad works? What, what is the thing that is uh, just made it work this season for us? Um, play. I think it's a lot of the closeness within the group. Um, but we're not afraid to not dig each other out. I wouldn't say that's the right word, but I'd probably say like push each other, almost push each other to be better. And we, we're all really competitive. Like we all, even in training, we all want to. You know, like when we do five sides, we all want to win. And but then it never goes too far where people start falling out and. Whatnot. So everyone just everyone just gets on it. It just clicks, if you know what I mean. And it's such a good dressing room to be in. Man, oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. We hear that from uh, some of the other players too, and it's just man, like it just amazes us to hear that there's this cohesiveness, like you said, the competition and accountability, but not like the the animus or like the you know kind of sometimes the jealousy and the other negative things. Yeah, no one, no one really ever gets jealous, which like I say, it's just all healthy competition, which is good for the group. Oh man, it's great for the fans because the results are on the pitch, you know, yeah. and just we love to see it. Oh yeah, we're trying to get the same goal at the end of the day. We should get promoted. I love that. Let's do it, man. Let's get promoted. Let's get promoted. Are we getting promoted? Last question. Yes. Hopefully. Let's go. Yes, you heard it. Let's here. go, Josh March, man. Awesome, awesome to chat with you. Great to meet you, man. Nice uh, to yeah, man. Continued success, man. Best of luck. I hope you keep getting the minutes. I hope you keep getting the goals, Thank man. You. We are all rooting for you. You are a fan favorite. I wish we could put all the strikers out there at the same time. We should try that one more, man. Actually, yeah. Just our defenders, just go all attacking. Exactly, let's go all attackers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Although we love our defenders too, but didn't Rob try that one game? I feel like he did try that. Like he, yeah. we had like four attackers. I don't remember. Anyway, yeah. St. Albans. Three, yeah. Three, three, St. Four. Albans. Yeah, that's right. It was St. Albans. Yeah, we had like four or five. I mean, every attacker on the field. Yeah, that was great. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, well, it didn't work out so great, but nah. as guys who loves goals, <laughs> yeah, we, we love that. Anyway, Josh March, man, appreciate you so much. Thank you for coming on, man. Thanks, Good luck. Yeah. Cheers, brother. Cool. Cheers, Josh. Thanks. See you, see you soon.
See you soon. Yes. See you soon. We'll see you in April. Yeah, definitely will. Awesome, hopefully, man. Hopefully be the perfect weekend for you. Yes. Uh, let's get a couple of wins, a couple of pints, and a couple of promotion parties hosted by Kane Wilson. At Wagamamas. At Wagamamas. <laughs> uh, all right, man. We will see you. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Go, enjoy the rest of your day you. off. Have Thank you, man. See you later. See you later. later. Take care, man. Bye. Marching! The Saints go marching in. Oh, Josh March. Awesome, dude. Yeah. Love. You can Jim. see why he's such a fan favorite, man. Just... So humble, hundred uh, percent. So cool, so humble. Can yes. can rock a, a half sleeve tattoo, unlike you or I, <laughs> and not look ridiculous. Well, yeah, you know? Exactly, exactly. And K- sneaky has a big nose. So, yeah, as Which, as a fellow big, like yeah, no, a big as nose. a fellow big nose haver, especially in profile. I'm glad we have representation. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I must. I don't know what it's like, Shimmy. I got a small nose. I don't know what it's like for you. Well, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Josh March tag and say I just feel very aerodynamic. So, I gotta say it's not yeah. fun wearing a uh, an N95 mask <laughs> with the straps on the back of your head with a big nose. But, but we're doing big things. Josh March is doing big things. Big noses. Yes. Stand up. Don't big sniff noses. at us. Nothing to sniff at. Big nose is stand up. Nothing to sniff at. Let's go. All right, Josh March. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, Josh. That was awesome. All right, let's go to Oh man, Bax Blue. Who's down in Africa? Uh, following AFCON. Let's go talk to uh, Bax Blue about both AFCON and about Ibu Adams. Um, let's go. Boom. All right, we welcome to the pod the man who is traveling Africa following the Forest Green Rovers, our official africa cup of nations team gambia team ibu adams correspondent bax blue coming in live coming hot from where are you right now i uh, i i am in limbe you know um you know in my in my hotel so um i've just come back from the game not long ago so you know it's really hot out here so <laughs> i'm just relaxing after the game you know uh well, wow what's the temperature right now um well, it was um probably about 34 degrees now so it's wow. really, really hot yeah yeah that's crazy yeah. quite that's a, a contrast for ibu from playing in gloucestershire <laughs> freezing cold now to africa where it's like crazy hot yeah yeah i know i i keep saying so but i think they are like from when what things when they got here they have been training um, in the heat as well so i think they clarify yeah. you know and ready Good. to go yeah nice. so what are you Good. doing to keep cool Bax? How do you cool down after even attending a match where you're sweating like crazy? Oh, it's, it's just, I don't know, it's just difficult. I just stand in front of the fan, you know, and I just get my <laughs> back. I am lucky, like, you know, my, I, I've got an AC in the bedroom as well, so mm, I just nice. keep the AC on and, and cool down, you know. Yeah, that's a classic uh, move, just like you celebrate like you scored yeah. a goal with your arms outstretched. <laughs> right in front of the AC, of the that's yeah. the way to do it. <laughs> I gotta say though, it's very weird to talk about air conditioning right now because it is freezing outside in the U.S. It is freezing outside in the U.K. Uh, but I want to talk oh about God. your love first. Of, of, before we get into Afcon and Gambia, Team Gambia, want to talk about your love of Forest Green Rovers. When and why did you start following Forest Green? Well, um, you know, Forest Green is really, really close to my heart. You know, you know, with um, with the work they do, you know, and I, I, I have been following Forest Green for quite a while, but I have been on the low. So, um, you know, the past two seasons, I've been really more active than um, than before. So I used to, um, I, I, I used to, well, where I used to work, I used to bring my students to um, 
watch Forest Green, and then I, uh, you know, I like what they do. I start eating the food, you know, and then I realize it's all vegan and everything, you know. Yeah. And it's all about sustainability, you know, being green as well. So, and I and I and I like that. I'm not vegan, but you know, I I would love to be, you know, if I. And I think, um, you know, with um, you know, falling for this green and then you know, loving what they do, maybe you know, you never know. I I I have a target saying if I reach forty, I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna be vegan. So, I love that. <laughs> oh, perfect. That's a great goal. That's a great goal. That's contract. Awesome. Yeah. It's a contract. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, and what about your connection to uh, to the Gambia? Is it strictly your love for Ibu Adams, or is it more than that? Are you Gambian? And by the way, according to the internet, it's not Gambia; it's the Gambia, and I love that. Yes, it's the Gambia. Yes. So, um, uh, I was born and raised in Gambia. You know, I am Gambian. Awesome. And um, you know, so this is the first time Gambia is going to the Afghan. So I said, I I wouldn't miss this. You know. And plus, um, Ibu yeah. is, um, is going as well. So I have always had a feeling he's going to be in the team because you know I watch him on his green and he's, he's, he's you know he's amazing. You know the um, midfield maestro. I, I knew he was. Yeah, I knew he was going to be in the team. I knew he was going to be in the team. So I was ready, you know, ready to go. So you know, it's a lifetime opportunity as well. You know, it's Afcon. You never know when we're going to qualify again. So I don't want to miss it. That's awesome, oh, man. man. That's awesome. What's well, so the yeah, some fun, uh, and, and so, like, how lucky that it turned out that, like, both your love of Ibu Adams and Forest Green and your love of G the Gambia come together uh, in this moment, yeah. so you can you can go enjoy both. What, like, that's that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, so, I can't, I can't, I I can't miss it. You know, a lot of you know, uh, people don't know Forest Green in here a lot. You know, and then um, I think me going out there, I always wear my Forest Green top in the game. Yeah, people just awesome. asking me. You know what team is this? Where do they play and stuff like that? But then, uh, nice. I'll, I'll surprise as well. Some some people know um, about Forest Green as well. And then That's I, awesome. I, I had the, I, because I had the opportunity to speak to uh, uh, someone at all. I met him at the airport and I spoke. Wow, to him yeah, about we saw Forest that. Green yeah, the pick was incredible. You know, he, yeah, he knew about he knew about Forest Green. You said. Yeah, yeah, he, oh, knew, he, awesome. knew, he knew about, about, you know, the greenest football club in the world, you know, and yes. that's how he said it, you know, which is good, you know, so <laughs> um, I was happy, you know, you know, to know that he knows. Did you ask him if he would sign? Would he sign with us? <laughs> no, I didn't ask him that. I think I should have asked him that. I should have asked him that. Yes. You know? Next yes. time you, you see know, him. It would be good to have him. It would be good yeah. to have him. Ed Tuo made it to the Champions League final with Barcelona, right? With Inter Inter Milan. Yeah. If he signs, we're going to go. It's it's written That's in the right. stars. Yeah, Champions yeah. League final. Yeah. And, you know, and he still looks young as well. So I think if we have him, it would be good, you know? So. Let's go. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, we're going to talk about Ibu in a, in a second and, and the Scorpions in a second, but some fun Gam the Gambia fun facts. Uh, you got, They vote with marbles there. They are the smallest country in continental Africa. They have the coolest nickname in Africa, the Scorpions, and they have the best yep. midfielder in League Two. Anything we missed about this great country? Yeah, you know, we came here and... Um you know, as the underdogs, you know, um, I, yeah. I, you know, I said, I said at the beginning, and I think I, I even told uh, once uh, Rob Edwards, I said, you know, Gambia are going to be out in the first round because that's what I thought, you know, because 
we're underdogs and we're the teams that we're that in our group really they have really good players and like Mali today you know they have Bissouma yeah. from Brighton and they have they have Gineppo from Southampton these are Premier League players you know right right and then and then and then we have Ivo Adams from Forest Green League too so you know yeah. and then, you know and he was battling really hard with them so you know you can see you know um you know the difference not that much so we have we have a lot of professionals and they you know we came here you know to win but you know but we i personally came here to enjoy the moment you know but you know yeah. we are the underdogs you know and people keep uh, us uh, underestimating the gambia but you know we're doing well we're doing well working as a team you know i always go to the training ground as well so mm, keep yeah. you know, encouraging the boys you know and all that so it's really good yeah that's awesome yeah, if, you, if you don't follow him already on twitter you got it you got to follow him backs blue one on twitter and he's doing a phenomenal job like you know on the ground keeping us up to date with everything that's happening uh with the gambia it's so fun to watch um so a, a question from a from a fan here from a four screen fan roderick he asked uh and i don't know if you know the answer to this but he's wondering did, did ibu visit gambia a lot as a child and uh, does he feel like a pretty strong connection with the country and the people um um you know it would have been really good for Ibu to answer that but um, I <laughs> that he doesn't understand he doesn't he does kind of understand the local language but he mm. can't speak it you know uh -huh. so um it's always it's always that me a minimal speaking english you know but i <laughs> think um because of uh you know this afcon you know i think he would he would learn more languages because i think there is um three different languages been spoken around the team you know so oh, wow. uh, but um i do not think it was evil is not it's not like it's not like frequent visit uh, in gambia he doesn't visit gambia frequently so but um you know he's gambian you know so <laughs> yeah maybe this is yeah. the first of many many future trips that's right because yeah, you're gonna be at Afcon yeah, every yeah, year yeah. world cup maybe we'll see we'll see anyway uh but we you are all rooting know. you never know you never know you never know, you never and we know. are. Yeah, we are all rooting for Gam the Gambia. We are rooting for the Scorpions. Yeah. Um, so, the the Gambia won their first their first game earlier this week. Today was the second game. They drew one one with Mali. Ibu started in both games. How has Ibu played so far? Um, you know, I I have personally had a lot of a lot of messages, thousands of messages from people telling me, you know, Ibu done really well, you know. Uh, and some messages telling me, you know, where's Ibu playing, you know, some because some people don't actually know him. So where's he playing, you know, what league is he on, you know, he's from Bajus and he's from Forest Green, you know, and he has done really well with with uh, me watching, you know, and I see I, I because I know what he can do. I know him mm -hmm. and you know so he's uh, you know, he's he can even do more than what he's doing now, you know. But um you know, we we get into results, you know, and and he he played ninety minutes in the first game, and he was really solid, you know. He he was he was good. So yeah, there's a lot of praise about about him, you know, and you know, and I think he'll be really glad about Forest Green, you know, putting him in this um, platform to have this opportunity to play in um, Africa's biggest stage, you know. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, definitely, man. that's awesome. We we are all rooting hard. We are all scorpions. Uh, any any Forest Green yeah. Rovers fan is a scorpion. Uh, so I want to know yeah. what, what what do you? I can see that, yeah. My favorite we, we Mortal Kombat character, yet, by the way. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. So what do you what do you admire most about Ibu? 
What do I admire about Ibu? I think um, you know, he's he, he's he's a very humble guy. You know, mm. I like people when they are humble. You know, he has time for people. You know, he will he will stop. You know, and 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 talk to people and you know take photos and all that. You know, and and he will listen as well. You know, so he's a, he's just humble and, and I like humble people and and you know that's it. Oh, that's awesome. That and, that com- I mean it shines really, through. And it's really hard working as well, you know. Yes. You know, he 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 always gave one hundred and ten percent. You know, oh, yeah. whatever you play. Oh yeah. So, and then he yes. has a very good relationship, very good relationship with the Gambian team coach as well. So you know, because he he, he likes people that are hard working. Oh, that's great. Yeah, like Excellent. you know, there's so many likable players on this Forest Green team. So it's hard to choose a favorite player, but so many people who have favorite players, they always say Ibu, and it's because of that humility that you mentioned and it's because of that work ethic that you mentioned nobody works harder than ibu in league two you know like he's you said. all over the midfield like he's always yeah. at the heart of the action in the midfield right yeah. contesting exactly. a ball maybe being on the ground a little bit yeah moving the play forward on offense it's awesome. he's never yeah, gonna take a minute off I have, I have actually got people asking me. I always buy um, Ibu's, Ibu's, Ibu's stuff, but um, yeah, I, um, I, I always go for people, but uh, players that I admire. I have other, other players. I have Nicky Cannon's jersey, and I have uh, Dokes, you know, Udoka, Gordon Malif, and yeah. I have my my favorite player this season. Actually, it's not actually Ibu, so it's Ben Stevenson, you know. And, and oh, he's my yeah, favorite player this season. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's so great. good, you know. I like, yeah, yeah, I like him. I like him so much. He's so good. Yeah, I agree. He's like kind of the unsung hero, you know. No one really talks about him, but he he does such incredible yeah, exactly. work yeah, yeah. for this team. Yeah. So yeah, shout out to Ben Stevenson. Um, so a que- a question here. So we have appointed you as Ibu's uh, official PR spokesperson, uh, not authorized by Ibu, but we've called we're calling you his <laughs> official spokesperson. So can you right here, right now? Can you shut down the rumors that Ibu is going to Blackpool or any other championship club? Can you kill those rumors uh, right now? I, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot make I cannot make comments about that. You know because you know it's, it's something to do with uh, you know professional stuff. You know. And you know, and I can put my hand up and say I don't have that kind of discussion with Ibu, but we want him to stay, you know. And it, yes. anything I have to discuss with Ibu is you're staying. You're staying. You <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah. You know, there we I, go. I want to stay for his career. Yeah, that's what I want, you know. Let's go. Yeah, that's, that's what we all want. want. That's what we all want. Well, yeah, we're just so happy, Bax, that there's somebody there, even when he's on duty with the Gambia, to let him know that FGR's right. got his back and we want him to stay. So yes. we feel we feel secure yeah. with you there. Yeah, you're there megaphone. keeping it. Yeah, keeping it. Exactly. Just keep talking in his ear. Keep telling him you're not going anywhere. You're staying with us. How many, yeah, yeah, how, yeah, many yeah, Black, how many Blackpool supporters are at <laughs> AFCON right now? I bet you haven't seen a single Blackpool shirt, Ibu. But you do see Max no, Blue no. in the FGR no, shirt. No, so. no, there's none. There's none. There's none. No there Blackpool go. shirt. In, in, see? So, you know. Only FGR <laughs> travels. <laughs> Let's go. The greenest football club in the world, you know. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Because, uh, because uh, I think after the... Yeah, because I, I spoke... I, Spoke to Ibu um, um, after the game um, against Mur- um, um, against Mauritania. So mm-hmm. yeah, we we met just before he went on the coach on the bus. I spoke to him and then you know he was he was telling me how 
he loves the Forest Green fans, you know, and then he hopes that they love him, you know, what he's doing today, you know, and then they're watching him, you know, so he's really, he's really happy, you know. And, oh, and that's, that's really great. Important. He should they be, do. Yeah. We, 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 everyone loves Ibu. You'll never find anybody who doesn't love Ibu. And like I said, we are all scorpions yeah. in AFCON right now. Um, so how much longer yeah. will you be down there? <laughs> um, to be honest, you know, I, you know, like I said, I came here thinking, you know, I just come for the moment. So <laughs> I am, I am only here until uh, Sunday, which is obviously we play our last game on Thursday. And I thought we're going to be out. If we go through, I haven't decided what I'm going to do. But um, <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. I love it. Saying I am staying. I love it. So I don't know, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, Bax, man, thank you so much for hanging out with us, man. We'll let you go there. Uh, so, well, first of all, good, good luck. Man. Good luck to the Gambia. Oh, uh, man, we hope you stay down there for like a month or however long it is until the finalists. Yeah. So uh, good luck to yeah, the Gambia. Yeah, we are all yeah. scorpions. Yeah, and we're going we're gonna to use an American expression. We hope Gambia takes home all the marbles. Yes. yes. Going all the yes. way. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes. So if you don't already follow Bax Blue on Twitter, follow him at Bax Blue One. Incredible follow, both with four screen uh, content, but also with the Gambia, keeping us all uh, in the loop with, with the Gambia. Bax, keeping an awesome FGR fan, keeping an awesome football fan, keeping an awesome guy. Bax Blue, a pleasure to meet you, a pleasure to chat. Thank Enjoy the rest of the trip, much. man. Up the Scorpions, yes. up the four screen Rovers, Rovers. baby. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Thank take you. care, Bax. All the best. Cheers. Bax. All right, take oh, care. Bax Blue. Bax Blue's the man. man. Oh. We, we're going international. Yeah, it's crazy. We're going international. We're going international. We have correspondents everywhere. The Gambia. Yeah. We need to make Four Screen Rovers the official team of the Gambia. By the way, Shimmy, the Gambia is what it's officially called. How about that? It's not called Gambia. It's called The Gambia. Yeah, I've seen it on the map. I mean, I guess if you're a country that can rock the uh, definite article in front of you, more power to you, man. That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, All right. Speaking of definite articles, let's go talk to the number one definite article of Carlisle. Segway. I don't know if that makes (laughs) sense. But anyway, let's go talk to Lee, our man Lee, uh, our buddy, our old buddy Lee. We've talked to him so many times. He's actually the number one like uh opposition guest i feel like we've had him on more than any other opposite opposition guests would try to say anyway <laughs> that means awesome, twice dude a lovely <laughs> no yeah, we t- no, talked a few several times okay three, three times. times okay there you go this this will be number four wow wow four already yeah man. yeah we talked twice last year yeah and once this year and now this my is goodness time. man time flies time yeah. flies man we're getting old yeah, shimmy we we're getting old all right, let, let's go talk to my man, our man, your man, Lee from Carlisle. Awesome little chat. Let's go. Boom. We go behind enemy lines with an old friend, the oldest, longest serving opposition guest we've had, the Cumbrian, Cumberbund himself from Liverpool via Carlisle. We welcome back to the pod our old buddy, Carlisle Lee from the Brunton Bugle podcast. Great to see you again, Lee. Hey, Lee. Great to see you guys as well. Um interesting get up you've got on today i think it's fair to say <laughs> dress for the occasion yes. uh so carlisle lee carlisle oh, we, we um, are gonna still keep wearing what we're wearing because we are yes, <laughs> yes. Real, a true test of your podcasting abilities <laughs> yeah. to not laugh at us so uh our, our first leg we won two nil the real deal jameel and tricky nikki of house cat and put the game away in the first half but the real story is that carlisle refused to let dale vince into the chairman's director's box 
because he didn't follow the Brunton Park dress code and he wasn't wearing a tie. So Dale sat with the hooligans in the away end for the match and he vowed that on the return match, he would not let Chairman Andrew Jenkins into the box unless he follows the new lawn chairman dress code, which is you have to wear a t-shirt. So first question, <laughs> will Andrew Jenkins wear a t-shirt? I have my severe doubts that that will be the case. I have a feeling he'll be wearing his, uh, his suits. He's, bless me, he's, he's in his 80s now, Andrew, so I'm not sure t-shirt is the, really the look for him, I think it's fair to say. Maybe we can get him to wear a French scarf as well. <laughs> yes, like we got on right now. So, so do you think uh, in that case, he's in the 80s, it's going to be probably freezing. Is, he, uh, is Dale really going to make him sit in the away end? I don't know. I don't know. You'll have plenty of comments to make, obviously, about the vegan food there, him being a butcher and all that. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. We'll, have to, we'll have to see now. It's fair, Andrew, Andrew goes to pretty much every game, I seem to remember, so I imagine he'll be down there, and I'm sure he'll sure they'll get on okay. I know it's all, it's all done out in public, isn't it? But it's all fun and games, so. Yes, I, I love this little rivalry kind of between the, our two chairmen. It, it's fun. Uh, so you will be at the game. You're making the trip to the new lawn. Yeah. What, what are you most looking forward to? And what are you most dreading about about this trip? So away day to the highest ground in the land. Yeah, basically, I've never been before, so I'm quite excited, actually. I, I like ticking off grounds. I think I've done about 63, 64 of the 92 wow. now, I think. Oh, and wow, that's awesome. I, I think this season I've ticked off Sutton and Man City's ground, actually, for a Champions League game. Um, so the thing I'm most looking forward to is just going to a new ground and hopefully seeing a good game of football. The thing I'm least looking forward to is that hill. From, from speaking, <laughs> yeah. from speaking yeah. to my, my friend Mike, who's been down, he's not coming with us. He's the other guy for the podcast, one of the other guys for the pod. He's been before and he's working. And he said, "Yeah, just just the hill. You, you're not going to like that. It's a long, <laughs> yeah. long." He said, "He said he's working, but he's just yeah. like, no, nah, I'm not doing that hill again. I'm so. not doing that hill. <laughs> exactly. That. The, the hill and just in general, the transportation, the parking. I hear is just like awful mm. uh, there. So away fans don't don't love don't love coming, <laughs> but." Uh, we love to have you, Lee, uh, and I wish we could be there so we could all, all share a pint together. Um, so let's talk. Let's talk about the football here. Defender slash midfielder George Tanner attacking midfielder Jordan Gibson. Defender Ronald McDonald or Rod McDonald, but I like Ronald McDonald better. Seem to be kind of the big three for you guys. Uh, would you agree with that? And, and who is your impact player who's going to make the difference on Saturday? You're going to hate me mention this now. George Tanner left us last August. <laughs> so if you've got an out of date oh. list from somewhere. Oh, no. Let's <laughs> go. Oh, no, no Tanner, yeah, Tanner left us. That's the heaven's devil's difference. Yeah, yeah he went to Bristol City, unfortunately. He was, he was an important part of the team, to be fair. Um, well, Jordan Gibson's been great since he came in, but of late, we've just we've picked up a bit of form. I think we're now third in the form team. I think you guys are still first, possibly, in, in the last six games. So it, it, it's two of the form teams yeah. really coming together. So... Uh, I mean, in terms of the way we're playing at the moment, I mean, Amari Patrick, who, we, who left us in the summer to go to Burton, hasn't worked out for him in League One, and he's now re-signed for us on a permanent deal. He, he made a big impact last week when he, he, he came back and he scored on his second debut. And um, yeah, I think he's a player who could, could really cause problems. He's got pace to burn, basically, and play him down the middle, he will cause problems. And like I said, Gibson's a good player as well. And, and Rod McDonald, he, he's been excellent. He, when Keith Miller and our new manager took over, on his first game in charge, McDonald had an absolute stinker. Basically, all our fans were saying, get rid of him. He's not good enough. Just get him out of the club for, about McDonald's. Since then, he's probably been our best, best player. <laughs> so it just shows how he can turn around. So wow. yeah, those three, three of the key ones at the moment, I think it's fair to say. 
I love it. And shout out to George Tanner. Where where is he today? <laughs> Bristol City. He's at now. So he's at oh, no. there so not too far away. Not too far away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you mentioned, I mean, you, you had a very slow start this season, but mm. you seem to have found your form like the last six, seven games. Um, so you're, you're kind of on fire. But I want to talk about one of your biggest struggles first uh, this year, which, which seems to be kind of putting the old ball in the old net. Yeah. And I'm no soccer expert here, boys, but <laughs> I think you need to do that to win games. But you've been winning games lately, as we said. So what what has changed? Tightening up the defence. <laughs> I think the goal we, we conceded or at the weekend was the first one we conceded in something like something like six hours, something like that. Maybe I think oh, we, wow. we had four. We had three clean sheets in a row, mm-hmm. and then we conceded against Crawley, but we got an equaliser late on. Yeah, just tightening up at the back and not looking like we're going to concede goals all the time, as we did under our last manager, Chris Beach, towards the end, unfortunately. Still struggling a bit at the other end, but I mean, as long as you're not letting them in as much, if you can nick a goal here and there, you can, you can win a game. And as I mentioned, bringing Patrick in as well, and he's only played two games now as a sub, but he's given us a bit of a lift and, you know, a few of the other players have stepped up. But you, you might remember last season, John Mellish, who started out as a defender for us, got converted to midfielder, scored 17 goals from midfield last season, Ooh. struggled a bit in midfield this season, not really scored. So we just decided why not just chuck him up front instead? <laughs> so we've, we, we've huh. moved him from defender to midfielder to striker. So he's played a big part. He just runs around like a nutter, to be honest. But but yeah, just well, that strategy. Up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, so what what do we, FGR, need to do to win this bad boy on Saturday? Ooh, um, I think dominating midfield probably helps because mm. we're playing a 4-4-2. I don't know if you guys play... Four, three, three, anything like that. But three, three at the back, three at the back, or, or maybe not. I don't know. But but basically, our, our two midfield, centre midfielders, Guy and Whelan, are, are good, solid players, but they're not going to create a huge amount. So they kind of sit there a little bit, and if you can get on top of them, you might have a chance, really. And at the back, we've looked pretty solid. So it's yeah, it's it's one of those ones. I think if you if you win the midfield battle against us, you've probably got a decent chance. And taking nice. the chances. Well, <laughs> we, are, yeah. we are missing our, our best midfielder, Ibu Adams, who is mm. playing at AFCON right now. Uh, he actually just played today. So they, they drew 1-1. But uh, so we're missing him. But we do have some excellent, excellent midfielders uh, that we've signed this year. So I think we'll be okay with it, even without Ibu. Um, we, I mean, he's, a, he's an incredible player, but we, we, we've got such great depth all over this team. Um, I want to close out here with this. So you started very slow, you, uh, you know, we mm. talked about, but the last seven games, you really found your form. Uh, so like you said, on the form table, we're two hot teams coming together. How do you see this one going? It's, it's, it's tough because we, we've got a midweek game against Hartley, but obviously we recorded before that. So it, mm. whether we can get a win in that, that'll give us a bit more confidence going into this one. If we do, we'd probably be pretty much, probably Mulcher would be first and second in the form table, I think, if that if we won that. So I'd, I'd be very, very happy with a draw. Very happy with a draw from this one. I have a, I have a feeling we might suffer a defeat. If I'm, if I'm being brutally honest, if I'm, bit, if I'm putting my realist hat on rather than my optimist mm-hmm. hat, I think I yeah. would probably say maybe a 2-1 defeat in this one. But yeah. Or your, a, your fashion critic hat as well. Yeah, fashion critic hat. Yeah, <laughs> To be honest, as long as we give it a good game, I don't really mind it too much. You know, if if, if we if we turn if we don't turn up, like I went to watch us play Sutton early in the season, and it was one of the most god awful games of football I've seen in a long time. And 
there's a brilliant you've probably seen it on twitter my twitter profile photo was taken at that game by one yes. of the photographers yeah. and it's yes, looking, it. that was only at half time that yeah as long as we, we we don't put a performance like that in i, I won't be too disappointed because at the end of the day i predicted you guys to go up in our preseason pod and you're doing it quite mm. comfortably in fact I've, i predicted to finish top so i'm pretty wow happy i'm feeling very smart about it <laughs> <laughs> i i remember that actually i now that you say that i do i do recall that um well i hope we i hope you're right i hope we do go up but i gotta say the one bad thing i mean there's a lot of season left to play but the one bad thing about us going up lee we won't play each other anymore well, maybe draw each other in the cup or something like that, maybe. There we go. Know. And then oh, next the year, you guys will be up there in League One with us. <laughs> oh, Although we, we might, we might be in the know. championship by then. Oh, Who knows? Could be. Could be. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, man, always awesome to catch yeah. up with you, man. Sorry. I hope you enjoy your trip to your inaugural trip to the new yeah. lawn. Um, awful luck on Saturday, but best of luck this season. We we really do love Carlisle. We have like a you know a place in our yeah. hearts for you for Carlisle. So we really hope that the yeah. season continues on this uh you know you, you guys continue on this upward trajectory right um yeah go ahead sean and yeah and the fact that you're there lee is we're gonna christen this one the dietary derby between our two chairmen <laughs> so with yes. you there this is the inaugural the dietary... dietary derby so i love it wish you, yeah yeah wish you the oh, best for all the season it's not saturday <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> lee thank you brother no problem thanks lee all right, Shimmy Lee. Thank you, Lee. As always, let's get out of here, Shimmy Cakes. So we got Mansfield Town Tuesday, as my mom says, Tuesday. And then Saturday, as my mom says, we have uh, Carlisle. That's what we just talked about, Carlisle. Uh, so, Shimmy, prediction for Tuesday. Tuesday against Mansfield. Um, well, how about Tuesday to Neil? That would your mom say that Tuesday to Neil? She probably wouldn't say that. Uh, no, she would not know what oh, Neil is. Okay, fair enough. Uh, that's not a basketball score, really, right? So she was a basketball coach. So, but I, I do yeah, think right. the boys will bring a uh, bring back a victory with a two to nil scoreline. Let's go, dos uh, dos acero. What was the U.S. Mexico score? Yeah, dos acero. Famous one. Dos acero. Let's go, two nil. I like that score, Shimmy. I can get down with that, but I got news for you, Shimmy. It's going to be better. I'll do you one better. I'll do you one better, Shimmy. 3-0. And who's going to score? 0 4 screen score, rovers. Uh, that, that, those three goals? So you're going to be surprised. Don Bernard's not getting a hat oh. trick, but he is getting two. Don Bernard, two goals and one assist. Who's that assist to? Who else but our guest, Josh March. Yes. So we got two goals for Don Bernard, one, one goal for Josh March, thanks to an assist from Don Bernard. Uh, so... There we go. And, and thanks to an assist got... from us, because definitely Rob Edwards is going to start him th- on the back of this podcast, this podcast appearance. 100%. 100%. <laughs> All right. And then on Saturday, Saturday, we got Carlisle. That, that Carlisle smile. What do you got, Shimmy? Mm, well, I know Carlisle's kind of struggled a bit this season, right? Carlisle. So. They have struggled a lot, but they're kind of they're kind of hot now. Yeah, just... They're still near the bottom. They're still near the bottom, but they have they've had pretty good pretty good form the last seven Okay, matches. I've not heard Mugatu officially declared from Zoolander. Mugatu from Zoolander. So I, I still have my doubts, but I think we're gonna just keep it rolling, and I say we get a three rolling. to one victory. Three to one. Oh, three yeah. to three to one. I'm I'm gonna go three no again because Carlisle is not a very good offensive team. In fact, they're one of the worst worst at scoring goals. So I'm going three nil. Our man JMT is going to keep doing what JMT does, keeping goals out. Same with Luke McGee. 
3-0 to the Rovers. Uh, this time, Don Bernard's going to take a little break. No goals for my man Don Bernard this game. But we are going to have a hat trick for Lucy's birthday. Shout out hey. to Lucy. Lucy Naylor. We're going to have a hat trick uh, for Lucy by Josh March, who promised it on the podcast. So hat trick <laughs> for Lucy. Three goals for our, our re- most recent guest, Josh March. Uh, 3-0 well, to the Rovers. He did really only pro- promise the birthday wish, and he did deliver. He delivered no. it. But we'll promise on his behalf, for sure. There we go. <laughs> there we go. We're promising on his and behalf. And we've never All been right. wrong about so, anything before. <laughs> Nothing. Exactly. Uh, so happy birthday, Lucy. Let's close out here, okay. Shimmy. Uh, up the vegan rovers, Shimmy. Up the vegan rovers. We are FGR. You know we got. And you know we got a Rays Hill. Hill. yeah, brother. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. We will see you next week for number fifty. Holy crap! Ooh, a half century. Number fifty. Crazy. Half century. It feels like a half century. Listen to this <laughs> podcast. I'm sure. Uh, all right, let's get out of here, Shimmy. Bye. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks, everybody. Bye. <laughs>